0: Frontier Missions Journal, stories of hope for the unreached, with Adventist Frontier Missions. My name is Veronica Nicolaitis, and I am a missionary on the Phnom Project in the country of Cambodia. This story happened a few years ago when my daughter was 17 years old. One morning, I finished washing the breakfast dishes and went up to the guest room where I had slept the night before. Opening my Bible, I spent some time reading and communion with God. I knew I needed this time in His presence to face the day. Yesterday was filled with anxiety over our teammate Alini's health she had experienced some very troubling physical symptoms, and I had stayed at her house that night in case an emergency developed. Now, Jonathan was on his way, and we were planning to spend some time praying with Alini for wisdom about what to do next. Soon, Jonathan arrived, and we talked together for a few minutes since Alini was still resting. Meanwhile, at home, our 17-year-old daughter was struggling with what to do for her personal worship. Hannah gave her life to Christ several years ago and is actively involved in ministry, but recently... Life had been quite busy, and she felt like she was more distant from God than she liked. In fact, earlier that morning, while at staff worship with Jonathan, she had confided to Jared one of the SMs, telling him a bit about her struggle. She felt like she couldn't focus and was frustrated in her attempts for spiritual intimacy. Wondering how to move forward in her worship time, she decided to call Jared and see if he had any suggestions. Hello. A few minutes later, they were on the phone and a dark presence appeared in Hannah's room and invited her to change spiritual allegiance. I don't want to change sides, she stated. Then I will make you, came the reply. Hannah doesn't remember what happened next. But immediately, Jared called us and told us that something was wrong with Hannah, and we needed to hurry home and check on her. Jonathan hopped into the truck and headed home, not knowing what was going on. A few minutes after he left, I decided to call Jared back and asked exactly what Hannah had said to him. She said never to pray for her again, he informed me. That was not like Hannah. Immediately, I knew that this was a direct spiritual attack, and I sped off for home as well. As I drove, my heart cried out to God for help. I thought about all the people in Cambodia who know the reality of spiritual warfare and live in fear and darkness. Suddenly, I felt angry. How dare Satan attack one of God's children like this? I also realized that this was what the Penang face regularly, and this is the reason for so much of their fear. How dare Satan try to keep these precious people in darkness, away from the freedom they can have in Christ. As I continued to pray and claim God's promises, I felt a deep sense of God's presence. I knew he was fighting for us. When Jonathan arrived home, he found that Hannah had locked herself into her room. Sensing the seriousness of the situation, he kicked the door open, sending parts of the doorknobs skittering across the floor. Hannah was sitting in the middle of the floor. Don't touch me, said a voice unlike hers. Jonathan moved closer, and Hannah scooted away from him into a corner. As he reached out to her, she threw herself backwards. Daddy, help me, she cried out. I stepped through the doorway just as she threw her head back against the concrete ledge at the edge of her room. Jonathan pulled her away from the ledge as she convulsed. She reached her hand up to me. Then Jonathan and I knelt over her and prayed while her body writhed. We rebuked Satan in the name of Jesus. Her body shook one last time and then relaxed. Hannah said she remembers hearing Jonathan and me singing, Jesus, name above all names. And it was the most beautiful thing she had ever heard, not because we're great vocalists, but because of the freeing power she had just experienced in Jesus' name. Friends, Satan is alive and working overtime. He knows that his time is short, and he is watching for any possible opportunity to hinder God's work and hurt God's children. But we do not need to fear him. Jesus is ready to fight for us. He has already won the war, and Satan cannot remain in his presence. Abide in him. Claim his promises for protection. Put on his armor. Surround yourselves with friends who love him too. This incident was the most blatant spiritual warfare we had ever experienced. But the story wasn't over yet. How are you feeling today? I asked Hannah the day after her demonic attack. I feel like someone used me as a punching bag, she replied. She was sore all over, and her right knee felt weak and would occasionally buckle when weighted. The next day was Sabbath, and we had to do a lot for the Christmas program in the Dumchai village. The believers in Dumchai wanted this to be an evangelistic event and invited many friends and family members. So on Sabbath afternoon, our team and several local church members loaded into the trucks and headed to the village. The program went well. Dumchai literacy students sang songs, Jonathan shared why Christmas is important, and the student missionaries did a skit of Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus. After the program finished that evening, the guests enjoyed some special treats that the ladies had prepared. What a blessing it was to be a part of this enthusiastic group of believers. Soon it was time for the little ones to go home to bed, so all the people with young children loaded up in my vehicle, and I took them home while the rest of the crew, including Hannah, stayed to help clean up. Some of the young people began playing a game called Ninja, in which you keep from getting out by avoiding other players' movements. But when Hannah stepped back to avoid another player, her leg collapsed under her, and she landed hard on her left arm. (gasps) Crack. Oh! She knew immediately that it was broken. Everyone flew into action, cutting her coat sleeve off and splinting the arm with stiff cardboard and soft cloth. The pain was intense in both her arm and her leg. As she was loaded into the truck, she heard the same demonic voice from two days earlier say, I told you I would make you. She knew she was still under spiritual attack to coerce her to give up her allegiance to God. I was driving my passengers home when Bethany called. Mommy? Hannah broke her arm. My heart sank. I felt like I had been kicked in the stomach. I recalled how Jesus had received everything that happened to him as from the Father— I wanted to receive this event as from the Father, too, but how is this good, I wondered. Then the thought came to me that we are simply soldiers in a great war. God's purposes are much bigger than lives of convenience and comfort for His followers. This can somehow be a testimony to God's goodness, I thought. I decided to speak this spark of faith. I praise God for Hannah's broken arm, I stated firmly to my friend in the passenger seat. I don't know how yet, but I'm sure that God will use it for his honor. I may never know his purposes on earth, but I choose to trust him. I was thankful for this moment of faith that helped buoy my spirit. The local doctors were not equipped to handle this kind of bone break. So when we arrived home, we packed a few things and made a soft bed in the truck for Hannah. Then we headed out on the long drive to the hospital in Phnom Penh. We arrived at the hospital around eight the next morning. Both Hannah's ulna and radius were broken and the doctors determined that they would need to surgically put in metal plates to support the broken bones. The surgery was successful and three days later, we headed home, arriving in time to attend the school Christmas program on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Day, however, Hannah still had a significant amount of pain in her arm and leg. She couldn't walk without someone supporting her, and her arm was aching deeply. It seemed as though there was a dark cloud pushing down on her, discouraging her. All she could think about were the difficulties she would face and the things she would have to miss out on. On our way to our team prayer time that evening, Hannah was grumpy and even argumentative with Jonathan and me. She felt frustrated with the way she was acting. And when we arrived at the school, she disappeared into one of the classrooms with Bethany's help and said out loud, God, I choose you. Even if I miss out on the trip I was hoping to take or I can't do things that I want to do, I choose you no matter what. I always want to be on your side. When she came and joined the rest of the group, we were on a video call with our field director, Lawrence, and debriefing on some of the spiritual warfare that our team had been experiencing. At the end, Lawrence asked for volunteers to pray, especially for the teammates who had been faced with extreme circumstances. When Serena, one of our student missionaries, started praying for Hannah, Hannah said that she felt God speaking to her mind. Why don't you ask me to heal you, was the impression. Okay. Please heal me, she said in her mind. In that moment, she saw the room fill with a beautiful brightness, and she felt a tingling sensation go up her arm and her leg. After prayer, she got up and gave Serena a big hug with both arms. She walked across the room without even limping climbed the stairs, and picked things up with her left hand. She had not been able to do any of these activities before prayer time. The pain in her arm and leg were gone except for the surgical incision sites, and her deep discouragement had lifted too. Hannah had been set free from the demonic harassment and the pain that she had been experiencing. Surely the precious Savior will be your refuge, whatever your need is, whatever your plight may be, whatever desperation you may feel, in his arms he'll take and shield you, and you will find a solace there. Is Satan whispering discouragement to you? Do you feel like things are hopeless? Does life seem endlessly bleak? Cling to Jesus. Remember that no matter how dark life might feel, He cares for you. Speak your faith out loud. Choose Jesus at every time of discouragement. He can turn your situation into a testimony of His goodness and power. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless.